Tammy Pardlisha. 14 great birthdays without him. He never even sent me a damn card. The hell with him! Because I'm Homer Simpson. Pizza, pizza, pizza. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Hey, baby, kid. Baby, kid. all the time I needed. Alright, welcome to Writer's Bagel Basket. My name is Scott Carlin. And my name is Dwight Stearns. And this is a show, this is our pilot episode. Basically, this is a show where, um, when I was working at The Daily Show, I know, name drop, um, there was always a joke that if the writers didn't get their bagel basket, they would write the weirdest stuff, like, ever. Oh, so that's what the name means. I hope yeah. you ever explained to me what, what, where that came from. Yeah, you just stay tied to that chair and you talk into that microphone. Yes, yes, sir. <laughs> Um, so basically, we're, uh, Dwight and I are going to go through shows that we thought we loved growing up as kids, TV shows, movies, and this day and age, they're really messed up. So we're going to go through them bit by bit and just pick out the minutia of stuff we noticed. Yeah, that sounds about right. And so what did we watch today, Scott? Uh, we watched Small Wonder, Season 2, Episode 1, called... Smoker's Delight, or as it's known on YouTube, Chewed Out. Yeah, I see like a, there's like a parentheses name for it. So yeah. I assume it's a, you know, I don't know, working title or just maybe what it's become known as in, uh, I don't know, recently. <laughs> in the terrible world of... Th- yeah. Okay, I thought this show was only on for two seasons. Four. Four. It made for four. Yeah, so Small Wonder was a show in the 80s. Um, it ran from uh, 85 to 89. And the, the premise of the show was this uh, father who's like an inventor. He creates a little robot child. Ted Lawson child. was his yeah, name. Ted Lawson. Uh, creates uh, a little robot child named Vicky, um, which he uses around the house for uh, everyday, I don't know, made stuff. And the joke is... I mean, it bordered on, like, slave. Yeah, <laughs> it really did. It was, like, the things that they had her doing and the way that they were treating her was just ridiculously weird. It was, uh, yeah, it was actively slavery, which was, it was different, to say the least. And her outfit. Can we talk about that? Yeah, sure. It looks like, what, the 1890s Victorian Yeah, she maid. looks like a Victorian, like, like schoolgirl marm, like... It, uh, yeah, did not, it clearly was supposed to be, like, a, just an indication of, like, her quote-unquote status, and it was a, you know, maid, you are a slave, you are, this is just a thing, as opposed to a human, or obviously, like, a human, but... You're like, not a person! Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly, I have created you, deal with it. And the way the girl talks is, um... She weird. talks like this. But then occasionally she'll slip into, like, normal speak. And that, I don't know if that's just the actor being terrible or if it was just, It's like, not her being terrible because she won two Young Artist Awards, which... which what? <laughs> the other people to receive Young Artist Awards were, like, Tatum O'Neill for Paper Moon. Oh, jeez. Yeah, and uh, the, the Justin Henry from Kramer vs. Kramer. Like, Academy Award-nominated like, yeah. kids... Um, oh, the kid from um, Room, Jacob Tremblay. Oh, did he win? He won the Young Artist Award. So. I, I, I bet you that kid from Lion will probably pick it up or he, if he hasn't. I, or I did. think he did this year. Yeah, like so, or, pe- so people who do like stellar work that's legitimately like I think the kid from Moonlight won oh, this okay. year. That's fair, but um, so people who do like riveting and realistic and um, I don't know, captivating performances, and it went to a girl who played a robot. A robot. <laughs> this is 86, 87, so you had, like, um, you had everything going on. You had, like, Rain Man, and you had, mm-hmm. 
like Oscar worthy films. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Goonies. Yeah, everyone the from Goonies. the Goonies would have been perfect. Um, Sean Astin from the Goonies. Uh, would have been... Martha Plimpton as Steph. Yeah, like, she's my favorite Goonie because because it, it was Best Actress. Oh, young oh, artist. Oh, yeah, so like Stephanie, Pl- uh, not Stephanie yeah. Plimpton. Martha Martha Plimpton as mm-hmm. Steph. Like so in this episode, um, Ted Lawson uh, and his wife Joan Lawson. Uh, that's Dick Christie is his name. And never have I seen an actor who looks so miserable. Yeah, he looks like he's like being, like there's a gun just off stage. It's like being held to him. <laughs> like, he's like, like, they have my family. Lines. Exactly. They have my family ransom. If I don't say these lines, they're going to kill them. He just looked so uninterested in everything that was happening. And this was clearly like, if the paycheck cashes, I'm here type of deal. Like, I, I just don't. Uh, it was, um. It was almost depressing watching him like like just force out these lines that were painfully unfunny, and the audience just did not react to anything. Like it was like such canned laughter. I w- I would love to be in that audience and just hear the one guy just go, <coughs> <laughs> like the one dry cough. There there was one moment in the episode where you could hear a legitimate laugh in the audience, and like I don't remember what the joke was, but it, it was a was- uh, it was the Betty Davis. It's oh. when they brought it. Okay, so an ongoing. The let's let's yeah, go through what, the what's, episode. What's the, uh, what's the what's the premise of the, this episode? The premise of the episode is that uh, you find out that the dad was a smoker. The wife doesn't want him smoke anymore, so she makes him throw out the cigarettes. They have a ten-year-old son, who finds it, and he's like, "I'll be cool." Um, yeah, him and is. his best friend Reggie, uh, who is the token black kid. Uh, they they're new to school. To, to high yeah, school. They, they had just gotten into seventh grade, they said. So yeah. they, they've just moved up from elementary school or grade school, as they called it, yeah, into middle school. No, I think it's that weird, like, Boy Meets World high school. Oh, where seventh, seventh grade, eighth, seven and, through twelve, or yeah. whatever. Um, so now they're being picked on because uh, they're young, so they want to be cool. So they start smoking. And to then, try and impress uh, one of the, not a bully, but try and impress one of the cool kids from One of the grade. jocks. Yeah. Who's on the baseball team. Um, and he's like, don't do that. Chew tobacco. And that that's the episode. And then the episode... We'll get to the ending of the episode yeah, later. That's, that's the key part of this... Um, the reason why we, we picked focus it. On. But so, like, the... I don't know if this is just, like, 80s television in general, but the structure and just the pacing of this episode, nothing happened in it. No. It was so slow and... There was like no jokes. I don't know. It if got dark in the second act. It really did. It really like it. Okay, it takes a turn. So that the the, the A story is um, the son smoking. The yeah. B story it revolves around small wonder Vicky. And um, I don't. I, I must have missed this. Why did they want to move her from the the kids' room? Because he he thought because she has robot X ray vision, she's watching him get naked. That, oh. that's what they alluded. Like he's like, I need my privacy because I'm fourteen. Like yeah. So like, apparently like. Vicky sleeps in or her her cabinet, which she recharges, is in the the child's bedroom, and so she barged the, into him while he was smoking with his friend, right? Or, no, no, oh, no, 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 no. He was getting changed. That's right, he was getting changed, and so yeah, that was just creepy. So she moves the cabinet into the parents' room, and the sequence where they decide to move the cabinet into the parents' room just was the most uncomfortable thing I watched the today. The parents were visibly getting turned they, on. They were. It was. They were, oh, she'll be in there. We can use her. We can, uh, she can join in. And, like, the kid was, like, the, the little actress was, like, making eyebrows at the people, and, like, she was smiling creepily, and then she went up and she, like, hugged them. In our room, 
Well, gee, I don't know. What do you think, Joni? Why not, honey? It might be kind of fun. Okay. I guess you're moving in, Ricky. Okay. I'll stink up your room. That took a turn. I did, I did not appreciate that at all. No, it, it was so weird because... I don't know... This was, this is an ongoing thing that will probably develop in, in later episodes. But in the 80s, they had guys who were writing for these shows. Mm -hmm. These were these were kids' shows. Uh, Small Wonder wasn't on at like 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock at night. It was on during the day, like 4 o'clock. Oh, so like 5 o'clock. Yeah, it was prime the, time stuff. the Punky Brewster stuff okay. when it was syndicated and they mm -hmm. put it... Because you wouldn't have this on at like 8 o'clock. This yeah, wouldn't be th prime this, time. This was no family ties. No, or... th this was like that Saved by the Bell morning... Mm -hmm. So they had these men who used to write for like the honeymooners and then they, they were writing for kids like and the jokes didn't make sense. But then they would also get very dark. Yeah, and that, that's where like because the dad, the whole the whole episode, uh, Dick Christie, the actor, looks so miserable. And then he's like, hey, and then we'll move Vicky into our room. Hubba hubba. Wink, like, wink. It's like, what the hell? A, she's a little girl. B, she's a robot. And C, why did you create her? Yeah, like, the, uh, what, the whole... I don't know. I'm sure they went into this. Like, I actually uh, cards on the table. I never watched the show growing up, so this is like my real first exposure to it. So just like the the premise of this, I don't understand how this went on for four seasons. I only like, how did the show have legs. I only watched this when I was homesick, <laughs> because this is gonna sound be the saddest thing. I would only watch this when I was sick because I was waiting for Mr. Belvedere to come on. <laughs> <laughs> like, like there was something about a, a charming old British man who was taking care of... Hello, love. Hello, love. <laughs> Today, I learned. Um, so, I, I, I would watch this, and I'm like, I hate this. And I'm like, can we change the channel? My sister would be like, no. And I'm like, I was like, I'm going to watch DuckTales. So, so it resonated with her. Yeah. She, she liked it. She, she would watch this and Punky Brewster, and I would want to watch like DuckTales and Mr. Belvedere because, you know. Okay. Okay. I get Punky Brewster because Punky Brewster was like a, not like an icon, but she she had like more of like a independence and like a personality. And I can see her being like more of a role model or just like a, 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 a symbol of like, yes, we can do this. Well, I... But, how, how does Small Wonder fit into that? I mean, she was a, literally a slave. I'm pretty sure, you gotta keep in mind, like, we were like, I was five, so my sister was like seven or eight. Okay. So, okay. my sister had brown hair, brown eyes, and pigtails. Vicky and did she had, wear Victorian dresses? No. Okay. No, my sister is very fashionable. <laughs> um, and Vicky had brown hair, brown eyes, and a ponytail. And no, Punky Brewster it. had brown hair, brown eyes, and it, it, pigtails, it, it was it was a thing for girls in like the the late eighties early nineties, and this was in syndication, but I I just remember this episode because of how bizarre the ending was. I didn't even remember them moving Vicky in. Yeah, that seems. I'm sure, like in the landscape of what the hell for this show that has fallen aside. But I mean, it was a very interesting moment. But so the the big reason the big reason we watched this show is because of the smoking and. What happened, Scott? Uh, so, uh, Reggie, can we talk about Reggie? Sure. He's the only good actor on this show. He really was. I need to find out who this kid was. I kept calling him uh, Little... Um, Billy D. Little No, uh, Little uh, John Legend. Oh, yes, Little John Legend. Uh, Paul C. Scott was his name. Okay. And so, Reggie, 
He had Billy D. Hair. He had Billy D. Hair, and he basically would come in and he's like, "What's up, guys?" <laughs> like it, it was, it was kind of an ongoing thing because they did that in the '80s. Silver Spoon, when uh, before it was Carlton, Alfonso Ribeiro mm-hmm. was the same role on Silver Spoon. Just would show up. And yeah, be, hey. just show up out of nowhere. Yeah, Urkel, like true. The, yeah, the, the the next door token neighbor type yeah. of deal. Um, so they they start smoking to be cool, and. Uh, the bad guy in the episode. He's not really bad. He's just no. He's he's just the, he's a he's, douche. He, yeah, exactly. He's 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 like a older dick who's not taking advantage of these kids, but like he only shows up to the kid's house to um because uh, one of them offered him a rare baseball card. Yeah, like and a so, Nolan Ryan. Yeah. or like and, and so then they try to smoke in front of him to impress him, and he goes, "I don't think so. We're not smoking nowadays. Smoking's not cool anymore. Nowadays we're doing chew." <laughs> And he, <laughs> and, he, and he busts out some chewing tobacco and packs a lip right there in front of the kids. <laughs> so, like, the... Who smokes anymore? Cigarettes are kid stuff. They are? How'd that kid thing get in my mouth? <laughs> if you guys really want to be cool, this is what all us jocks are doing nowadays. What is it? Chewing tobacco. Watch how it's done. I, I get that this is, like, TV and it's, like, made for prime time... Stuff like this would just would not happen today. The no. the um the tone that they handle it with. There's a a point where they're uh, discussing how to smoke the cigarette, and they go through like every individual step to yeah, smoke but, a but, cigarette. But Vicky says she knows how because she watched old Betty, Betty Davis, Davis movies. movies. Yeah, that that was an, they did this joke four times. Yeah, th- that was the the repetition yeah. joke that, of the um, of the and, episode. And I don't even think that it was from a Betty Davis movie. And if it was, it was. Uh, either All About Eve or Whatever Happened to Baby Jane, where she's a monster in both of those <laughs> movies. So, And the joke was she would smoke a cigarette and then she would go, Pita, Pita, Pita. I can show you how to smoke. And just where did you learn how to smoke? I saw Betty Davis do it in an old movie on TV. <laughs> you take a cigarette like this and you put it in your hand like this. And you say, Pita, Pita, Pita. And that one really landed with me. That's I, where that's where the real laugh came in. And the yeah, second the, on second, the time. second time that they did that, that was the only time that someone actually laughed. But anyway, so they're smoking. All right, sorry. Now they're they're packing lips now, and so the um the bully guy has the other kids try. He's clearly forty five years oh, old. Oh yeah, he was easily in his mid twenties. Like, and these kids were definitely like twelve years old. And the bully was, he had like bags around his eyes. He just looked exhausted. Yeah, he looked, he looked like he was doing cocaine. <laughs> he looked like he just, just to get spent, out there. Yeah, he's like, I, I need to pay my rent and my, <laughs> my landlord. I live on Venice Beach. <laughs> it's an acting resume. Um, so they pack their lips. Uh, naturally, the kids get sick from it. Yeah, because he's like, oh, yeah, you're not supposed to swallow the tobacco. And they're like, oh, good to know. And he leaves and they immediately vomit. But. So then um, Vicky, while she's in the parents' bedroom, uh, starts smoking for the fun of it. Like, why, why, why did she start smoking? Just Cause, Oh, it's because uh, the, he's looking through the TV guide. Oh, okay. And, and they, they say, see a Betty Davis film, But they, right? they don't... It, they clearly didn't have the rights to say whatever happened to Baby Jane or All About Eve. Because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, an old Betty Davis movie. Do you remember TV Guide? 
Yes, I do. Uh, they, we used to have those growing up. Yeah, they never said who was in the movies. They would it would just be the movie. It was movie. the smallest little blurb yeah. about it. But it was probably someone like I guess I could see them like looking at it and being like, I know this is a Betty Davis movie, but it was still awkwardly handled. This was this was around that time when like copyright was becoming a big thing and you mm-hmm. couldn't say like names of movies, but you could say actors because you know, actors aren't, you know, property they're they're people not anymore not not once the studio system or actors like that collapsed but um what was i going to say so she starts smoking the parents find out that there's cigarettes in the house and then it gets so dark because yeah. he burnt the dad bursts into jamie's room and, and he's like what what the hell is this more or less it, like i was afraid that we were going to start seeing some like child abuse like it was <laughs> like with showing them smoking where do you draw the line at what point are you going to say, oh, hitting a child is bad? Like, it was, yeah, it was uh, different. And so then his whole brilliant idea to get the kid to stop chewing tobacco <laughs> is to chew an entire case of tobacco so the kid got sick. Yeah. And I know that, that that was like the parenting style of the 80s, like mm-hmm. get them to do it once so they never do it again. Yeah. But the way he was doing it was like, keep filling your He mouth. was enjoying it. It was uh, a little bit... He, he, it got to the point where he started taking it out and putting it in the kid's mouth himself. Yeah. That... Come on, guy. That is clearly something. It was super aggressive. Yeah. I mean, I've seen that plot done in more recent shows. I'm a big fan of that 70s show, and there's an episode where Eric gets caught smoking, and Red makes him smoke an entire carton of cigarettes. So, like, I've seen this before, so I don't know if, like, if it's that out, out of the this, usual. This goes but, back all the way to Leave It to Beaver, but back then it was oh. probably, like, milk. Like, he drank the last... <laughs> you drank chocolate milk, Beaver? What are you thinking? We only drink regular milk in this house. Jeez. Um, so, I was looking up... The kid who played Reggie... Mm-hmm. Uh, he was... He he has a, a very crappy resume, but one of his, his first role that he ever did in this proves why he's a good actor, mm-hmm. he was in Frankenweenie. No way! Yeah. That's awesome! Yeah, he played... Uh, it said Mike Anderson, and in the picture, he's holding hands with little Sofia Coppola. Ah, okay. So this kid's got some acting so chops. He's, he's got some, or... Tim Burton knows who he is. That's pretty awesome. So, yeah, and then he goes to do Small Wonder, and he's dead. Oh, we skipped over Harriet. Oh, that's right. This, okay. the, the, the neighbor girl. Yeah, so this was an ongoing thing. You said you never really watched No, it. I haven't, but so I, I get the character. She in Every episode, she would try to extort him, but not like money or anything. She was in love with him. She so wanted she, smooches. She wanted smooches. And in this episode, like, she's creepy looking, mm-hmm. and her mom is played by Edie McClure. Oh, okay. So, they think he's a righteous dude. So, um, so... She she would always show up in the show, and this was the one episode where Edie McClurg did not Wasn't show up. Wasn't there? Yeah, they were all they were at the house for the entire episode for this one. Like there was a the, very it usually takes place oh, at okay. the house. There was no like external sets, no yeah. school set or anything like no. that. No, I mean you remember the opening of this this episode? He walks the 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 main guy, the dad, walks to the side of the road, sits down. <laughs> Cracks open a soda, which I thought was a beer, yeah. and starts eating a sandwich. Like hey, That was at work, man, you know? It's, this is lunch break. Well, that was another thing that they talked about, how um, how his company is, like, going under. He built a robot! Yeah, how, how does he not, how has he not patented the technology to create this robot, or create some other form of, like, artificial intelligence? He created or, sentience. Yeah, 
no, your your company is doing fine, guy. Like you just sell your sell your technology. He's clearly working for Skynet. Like oh yeah, he's like this, Sarah is, the, this is the prequel to uh, Terminator One. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, so getting back to the actual episode, mm-hmm. uh, we teased it long enough. The episode ends with with he he made the kid do a ton of tobacco and stuffed his face. Next day, the kid comes in, and the mom's like, oh, are you still feeling sick? Hi, honey. Hi, Jim. What's the matter? Is your stomach still upset? No, my stomach's fine. It's the rest of me that's upset. What's the problem? Well, remember I told you about Peter Watson? Oh, yeah, that big smart jock who gave you the chewing tobacco. Well, he got this sore in his mouth. They found out it's cancer. Well, yeah, you poisoned your child. <laughs> no, no shit. Like, what, what do you expect would happen? You poisoned your child. Of course he's going to be still sick. But he's like, no, Peter um, Peter Watson. The bully. The bully. Uh, he has mouth cancer. <laughs> they found a sore in his mouth. It's cancer. And it's just like so abrupt. That was like, uh, so um, Mike Scully from The Simpsons, He he always said, that in the writers' room, Josh Weinstein and and Bill Oakley wanted them when they whenever they wrote in the final act, they wanted them to do a hairpin turn and turn the entire episode to see if the thing will break. And the goal of writing a good Sim- Simpsons episode, the ones mm-hmm. that made it on the air, are the ones that never broke. Okay. And if it broke, your script got thrown out. This did the hairpin turn, and it killed. Everyone in that car, oh, like it, it shattered like, into a million pieces. Like, oh jeez. So, it 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 went from um, absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. Like the episode was, you had the creepiness with the mom and the dad. Yep. And then the forty-five-year-old kid. Um, oh, he. I'm looking up his IMDb. He's a famous child actor. The guy who played um, the bully? Yeah, Adam Rich. He was oh, he was Nicholas on Eight Is Enough. Okay. He, he was the he was one of the kids on Eight Is Enough. Well, I guess that'll do it. Uh, and so to have that kid like they alluded that this kid's gonna die. Oh, hard. <laughs> the, he's oh, like, yeah. oh, I'm so sad. This kid's clearly going to die. It. The reaction from the parents was also so subdued. They were just like, oh. Well, that's too bad. It, like, a child has cancer <laughs> and is dying, and your response is just, oh, oh that okay. sucks. Well, it's a good thing that we, we stuffed a bunch of tobacco in your mouth yesterday. Yeah, it's a like, good thing we put you. We Their response should have been, we need to take you to the doctor now. Exactly, because you checked out. Or, like, there was no. No, no, no gravitas to the end of it. There was nothing like it. Didn't feel like it was trying to be an emotional impact, but it was just so light and just like, oh yeah, this is going on right now, guys. I guess it was just it fell so flat. <laughs> yeah, we clearly just ki- killed the kid from ages enough, so so we don't really care about you because that kid actually had a star on the Walk of Fame. <laughs> um, no, so in the this episode. This was supposed to be you. You have to know that this had to be like the very special episode. Like on the next yeah. Small Wonder, Jamie is doing chewing tobacco, and the what? one thing they didn't do, and I appreciated they didn't do it, mm-hmm. is when he took out the cigarette. They didn't go. Eee! Yeah, there was really little reaction from the audience in general. 
I, I assume that the reason, like, because this was the first episode of the season. So my assumption is that it, like, they were trying to, like, come out of the gate with, like, a big gut punch. Like, oh, look at the hard-hitting, hard-telling stories that we can we can uh, produce on this uh, show. Please watch us and justify our existence. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was wrong about something. What? I said that uh, the girl who played Vicky the Robot mm-hmm. uh, won, won a Young Artist Award. Was she nominated? or It wasn't her who won. It was the girl who played Harriet. Oh, okay. So that makes sense. I could, okay. She, she, she was actually, she was chewing the scenery, but yes. she, she wasn't she was clearly so looking at the cue cards. That was another thing on the show. Oh, the yeah. Ki- the, everyone, except for the dad, was clearly reading the cue cards off stage yeah um, they're and, all staring off stage and like they were talking oh i don't think so like very it was very very stilted very slow and when they had vicky smoke a cigarette and the smoke came out her ears <laughs> the two kids were clearly watching the video monitor to see the to see what they were supposed to be reacting and to some, some idiot did not pull, put the video monitor in the right <laughs> in the right area because it should have been like towards her to where the smoke was coming and uh reggie was just like looking off camera left and he was like wow ha 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 turning his face and looking oh no ah oh, jeez. i mean so one thing one thing i would love to know if we're calling this writer's bagel basket mm-hmm. what food did they not get to write this episode okay it's the 80s i'm going to assume it's uh copious amounts of cocaine uh, <laughs> i'm thinking these are like blacklist writers so i'm guessing like a nice white fish because these are these are <laughs> these are clearly like 60 year old jewish men it's okay this folks I, I can job. say it um but no it was clearly it was clearly like they didn't get like the most basic food like i asked for a nice bagel and <laughs> and a nice piece of locks like it, you have to it must have been the bare minimum of food they weren't getting. Because looking at the budget, the first thing I said to you when we were watching it is, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure this is the Who's the Boss set. Yeah, it definitely was. It looked, looked like a recycled... Uh, everything on the show looked recycled. Yeah, like, the bedroom The bedroom looked like the full house set. Like It looked like the full house bedroom, like the girl's bedroom. Oh, full... okay. Yeah, yeah the, the, the kid's bedroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, their bedroom was... First off... She said she was gonna slip into the mom said she was gonna slip into something more comfortable, and and she just takes off her robe and I thought she was still wearing her robe, <laughs> like, like that that negligee she was wearing was like it was I'm sure it was comfortable for her it but it like, wasn't what she implied it was like I'm gonna take off this North Face and I'm <laughs> gonna put on this poncho. <laughs> I also liked that when she was going to bed she was in full makeup. And uh, full hair. Yeah. Nice because, nice illusion you guys yeah. had there. And her hair, the hair on this show is amazing. Like, can we talk about the hair? Yeah, I want to talk about um, the bully's hair. Because they could not figure out what they were doing with that. It was like the weirdest mullet. Because it wasn't just a party in the front. It was like a full-on rave. And in the back, it wasn't even business. Wait, is, is it party in the front, business up back? No, business in the front, party in the back. back. Okay, it was a party in front, and, and it the was back business. was in, in the back was just a waterfall. Like it, <laughs> made, it was the weirdest because it looks like they're like we're gonna do a part on the side and we're gonna do spikes right here <laughs> on the other side. Like it, it clearly looked like he just stuck his finger in a light socket, <laughs> and they're like, good enough. That's what cool kids are, are wearing, right, guys, for yeah. hair, right? And the wardrobe on this show, Reggie. He wore the same clothes, except 
they they it looked like they just took the color out of yeah they like desaturated yeah, him. It, he was wearing like purple pants and a purple shirt in the first one and then he was wearing gray pants and that same purple shirt but they just took all the purple out and it was gray it you know i'm sure their budget didn't go uh, i'm sure their budget went to the amazing smoke effects and uh, affording not... uh, uh nicholas from eight is enough yes <laughs> like like the guest stars that they got, I think one episode, I gotta look this up, mm-hmm. um, I think one episode they got the Reverend Jesse Jackson. No way, wow. That's, um, okay. If it wasn't this, it was it was like Punky Brewster. So, um, how yeah. did this show do overall? Like, was it popular at the time, do you know? or I, like, I think it, it, it got cult status when it, like, became, um... When it when it went into syndication, it oh, okay. ju- it just became of how ridiculous it was. The premise, or... yeah. Uh, no, uh, Jesse Jackson was not on the show, but it says that the boy from Small Wonder is broken, homeless because of... oh, this is from two thousand twelve. I was say in real life. Yeah, because of a stripper. The boy oh. from Small Wonder is broken, homeless because of a stripper. Former TV actor Jerry Sapirin, who played Jamie on Small Wonder. <laughs> The non-robot child. They had to specify <laughs> they had to that. Specify that. Thank you very much. Yeah, uh, he. This is crazy. Superion enjoyed a somewhat of a prolific career. Can you use that a term for for proli- being on? Did he do anything else? He, it said that he was on Little House on the Prairie, Mister Belvedere, and Saint Elsewhere. Oh my God, was he the was kid he the with kid the say elsewhere? Was he the kid with the snow globe? I don't know. Uh, no, he couldn't have been because that was at the very end, right? Yeah. Yeah, that, he would have been old. For, I mean, like, yeah. unless he like was only in that one episode. Uh, I, don't, I didn't watch uh, saying elsewhere. I don't know much about it. Who was the stripper? Was it Vicky? <laughs> Fingers crossed. Uh, no, it says that uh, though garishly low budget and painfully unfunny and critically <laughs> derided, a long form he was. Uh, devoided of a long merciful death small wonder remained the object of most ironic cult fashion of the decade uh so i'm looking this up as well apparently howard leeds who is the producer on this show Mm -hmm. he also created a show in the 60s called my living doll um starring julie newmar with the exact same premise catwoman wonder catwoman julie newmar yeah julie newmar best known for uh, let me just make sure I'm, I'm saying this correctly. Oh, this is the saddest thing. Yeah, Sup- Batman. Yeah, Catwoman from Batman. Superion reportedly spent the last 15 years struggling while working at different steakhouses. <laughs> well, go. How many cowboy hats do you think he wore? Oh, a billion. Uh, uh, pro- uh, no, I'm going to say three. He probably had a couple that he really liked. Eventually becoming homeless after he was laid off from his most recent job waiting tables and in addition to the economy oh my god the economy is italicized and in quotes <laughs> uh Severian also blames the management uh and he, he this sounds like okay so it's saying that that he's when they contacted him for a quote mm-hmm. everything he said sounds like a fever dream and <laughs> like he's like like homeless dying and he's like when i was 18 i dated a stripper and she took what was left of my trust fund when he was 18 he's got to be in his 40s by now so if you wow that okay that's a little bit sad like that's 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 that's, sad rough yeah man you would expect you'd be seeing some residuals from that small wonder money (laughs) 
Yeah. No, but uh, I need to find out on Saint Elsewhere who he was. If he was the the, the snow child. globe kid. I don't know much about Saint Elsewhere except for Saint Elsewhere. Except, the only thing I know about Saint Elsewhere is apparently it connects to so many other shows that um. Like ninety five percent of shows on TV are technically a part of that child's um, dream, like because of guest stars who showed up on Saint Elsewhere, who were on other shows, and like the the way that that connected through other people, and because Saint Elsewhere ends with the the dream, everything like most TV that we watch is a dream. There's like a big website dedicated to about. Then that means the that Mash was a dream because Mash did a crossover. Yeah, there you go. Mash is Mash is part of it. I think it's to the point that like, um, like Breaking Bad is on there so that because like they watch a show or they reference a show that was a part of the fever or not fever dream that was a part of the uh, the dream sequence. I gotta look this up. Matthew Oshler was his character name. So. With this show, do you think that this was a good example of a um, very special moment episode? Oh, or... <laughs> hell no. No, this was this was like what not to do. Because, in my opinion, a very special episode is never supposed to be endearing or heartwarming. No, it's... Tommy was played by Chad Allen, sorry. Oh, okay. All right. No, he was only on one episode of St. Elsewhere. Uh, there's a photo. Yeah, he's dying on a gurney. Oh. That was the episode. Um, it's a metaphor for his real no, life. No, for... for, for <laughs> Sorry. You had mean. to go there. Um, no, this... Uh, this is not a good example of a very special episode. Mm-hmm. This is an example of, hey, we have $65 million per episode, which would be like 120 now. Let's just do something. And... I noticed something, and, and we'll bring this up in future episodes, but I've noticed that the very special episode for shows are on a certain number. And for this, all of the season one episodes are that very... Oh, they have... Yeah. Yeah, because like, it's either like the first or something to do with or, like, in the, or, like the last. Yeah. Or... Uh, Fresh Prince, it's always episode 24. We have a lot of Fresh Prince planned for you yes, guys. Just you wait. <laughs> um. Yeah, so season three opens up with Woodward and Bernstein of uh, reporters Jamie and Reggie learn to check facts, and I guess they uncover a scandal or something in season oh, okay. three. <laughs> guess they find out that Jamie is white. <laughs> so yeah, this what what do you think was this worthy of being a special episode? Uh no, if only because of the lack of um like emphasis that they gave the issue it just felt like uh oh here we are on another wacky another wacky adventure it wasn't even wacky but so after they deliver the big gut punch of he has cancer in his mouth um they then do the the neighbor girl shows up again for her last like little oh i'm here for my date and the kid's like oh Go on, and I'll join you later. If yeah, I don't do you know show why up, he did just that? deal with it. Because her whole blackmail was, well, I'll tell your parents. I'll tell your parents. Exactly. Like, and so he's like, they know. So. But, like, no. But so the, the, the idea of the show, like, hitting you with this gut punch of, there's a child out there dying of cancer in the mouth. Yep. Versus, and then they shift gears to, like, oh, those wacky adventures. Yeah. Do, 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 do. They, like, they should have done the Norman Lear. 
where like the kids like on Norman Lear shows on like mm-hmm. All in the Family yep. or are in uh, Good Times when okay. when uh, her husband when John Amos died. It the episode ends with uh, the mom breaking a, a a bowl and just going jam jam jam. <laughs> And then it just says, it says produced <laughs> by Norman Lear. <laughs> like yep. she starts crying and, and Jimmy Walker just consults her. Like it would be like doing that. This mm. is how Small Wonder would handle that. Her going, damn, damn, damn. And then Jimmy Walker goes, Dino Mine. Like, <laughs> exactly. And like, it just like completely undercut whatever lesson or moral they were trying to teach in the show. Yeah. And, and oh. I don't know. So. <sighs> Looking at the time period when this was made, it was in the eighties. So we're at the height of like the the Reaganomics. We're at the height of like Reagan's like anti drug push, war on drugs. Why do you think they went with something uh, arguably as like menial as cigarettes versus a like a harder drug? I know why. Why? I know why. Because this was the same time that Different Strokes was on, mm-hmm. or, and Nancy Reagan was probably just on Different Strokes. Telling, oh, okay. t- telling Gary Gary Coleman to just say no, and and they're like, oh well, we can't do drugs because they did drugs. What is bad but not as bad? Cigarettes. Oh, that's too far. What about chewing tobacco? Okay, mouth okay. cancer. That's a thing. Yeah, that's a thing. Okay, no, that makes a lot of sense. No. It's. <sighs> It just like it, it seems like of all the issues that were being presented in the eighties, um, this just seemed like a like not minor issue, but just like a who cares they, exactly. They didn't handle it as nearly like they, it didn't feel big. Yeah, I I call these episodes the who's to say like <laughs> like who am I to judge? I'm no saint. Um, but also these kids are. Uh, and this is season two, so I said mm-hmm. the kid was fourteen. No, he was probably closer. He, he, he said was he eleven. Was, he said he was in seventh grade. So which, twelve, if I remember correctly, is, is eleven to twelve or yeah. twelve to thirteen. Yeah, fifth grade, sixth grade is like that ten to twelve range. Yeah. So he's probably probably becoming a teenager. Um, he just needs to stay at steakhouses. That's all. yes, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, can we go through what steakhouses he probably worked for? Outback. Oh, give uh, Outback Longhorn, definitely Longhorn. Ruth Chris, no, that's yeah. too fancy. Yeah, okay, come on, yeah, that's uh, the uh, Black Angus. Oh, easily. Um, he probably ended with Sizzler. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if like there was like a Cracker Barrel in there too. Like or I know that's not a steakhouse, but like if like he has to have some like offshoots where he was like, oh, or a I... steak and shake. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, no good shakes. I love steak. And no, shake. we we. Re- our condolences to him and his career. Yes, naturally. But but they said how like famous he was. Like, but when I'm going through this again, and it wasn't like he had like a huge arc on these shows. It, it said like he was on all these shows. Mm-hmm. No, these were like one off. One you, one you, episodes. You don't get residuals. Yeah. And if you did, it's like fifty cents. This show didn't even hit a hundred episodes, so I'm like small wonder didn't. Right. So that's like the magic number though, right? For syndication. Either a hundred or... episodes or five seasons. Well, they didn't hit either of those. No. So they hit four. <laughs> yeah. Um. <And> whoops. <laughs> well, I know that it. We had to. If you're gonna watch this, you should watch it on YouTube. That's the only place you're gonna find it. Yeah. They do have the DVDs. Like they've released the DVD sets. Um, I looked up at the price. Two. They're probably wicked expensive, right? Are they out of print? Fifty nine dollars. Amazon said they have one season two left. Holy crap! Okay, yeah, no, <laughs> like, hard <laughs> like, pass. 
like you mean really 59 cents like yeah, if only yeah so would should people watch this no i if you're going to watch the show i wouldn't say make watch a drinking this game episode. of it okay yeah okay so if you are to watch this series at all or mm-hmm. this episode every time uh vicky doesn't understand human like responses like they say she said throw out the bath water at yeah, the beginning she and she just it. dumps the water the the mop water yeah. on on the ground yeah, every every time she doesn't understand a social norm or like something that you know the average person would understand when she makes an old reference to like an old hollywood movie because <laughs> i remember an episode i don't know why i have this image in my head but she has a crush on this very like martin star would play him if this series was going today okay. like a very nebbish kid like a very nerdy <laughs> a mclovin type of kid okay and he he likes old hollywood or something and she dresses like marilyn monroe so every time she makes like i've a, seen that image of her in the dress yeah okay so every time she makes a reference to old hollywood take a drink every time you want to punch that kid in the face yeah. like jamie in the face every time the um the neighbor girl shows up unannounced or in an awkward way or screams her lines yes cuz she's like hi jamie every time every time she takes a bite out of the scenery uh and every time uh the dad dick christie has the look of, of like <laughs> like a thousand yard stare like if i go into my dressing room not right now and i take a noose <laughs> and i hang myself do you think they'll care because i know notice. i won't <laughs> my hedgehog of an ex-wife won't care this show's going to pay for her drug problem like yeah um long wow, story short we got dark there <laughs> I don't recommend this. It wasn't even redeemable on like an, a so bad it's good factor. It was just bad. I, I it was not the the ending aside. The rest of the episode was just flat and boring for the most part. The most fun I had was just us ribbing on it as yeah. we were watching it. I I would say watch the episodes, whatever episodes Reggie's in, because he is the only one. Like clearly, this kid w- went to like Stella Adler and like <laughs> like Stanislavski. He like went to actual acting school and he knew what he was doing and he was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but everyone else though, everyone else. Oh, this is just an example of you know when they pitched this show, it was gonna be like a quantum leap. It wasn't gonna be a sitcom. Yeah, because it it felt like. This was the time of, like, Jerry O'Connell doing My Secret Identity. Okay. Which would be a great... That or Sliders would be a great thing to do on this show. Okay. Um, This was the time of them doing, like, drama comedies Mm -hmm. about robots and, like, special powers. Yeah, yeah, that type of stuff. Because, I mean, that technology was emerging. It was becoming, like, more to the forefront. This was clearly, like, going to be an hour-long show that was going to be a drama with, like, Alan Thicke or something. Like... Like it, it mm-hmm. felt like this had potential to be a show that would have done great things, yeah. and some they turned it into a, a bad comedy. Yeah, so I I agree with you. No, you should never watch this show. Honestly, if I could, what did I say after the show ended? I do not remember. I said, "What did we? Yeah, what just... did we just watch? Yeah, why why did this exist? What did we just watch? What did we just watch? Yeah, I have." No idea. But was this the perfect episode to start off the series? Oh, yeah. For, this for is, our... it, it sets the right tone and what you guys should be expecting uh, for us to cover and what the conversations are gra- probably going to sound like for the majority of it. So, 
So next episode will just be me doing a mini episode. Those are going to be called Half Dozens, and I'm just going to be telling you guys what we have coming up for the next episode. But we have some great episodes coming up for you guys. I see how it is. (laughs) You can record them with me, too. (laughs) We'll, we'll we'll just get into the Ernie and Bert bathtub. That's yep. that's a great mini segment that we should cover. Oh, how, that's just yeah. How, yes. how Ernie and Bert ended up in bathtubs, but Constantly. so so um, stay tuned next week. We'll tell you what's coming in the following week. Awesome. So just keep listening, guys. All right. Oh yeah. Thanks for listening. Yep. Smell you later. Bye.